baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 971 FM Talk on demand audio. These allegations are deeply concerning. Does the president have any comment? We're not going to comment. It's not clear messaging. No, 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 no. And now, Sue's News. Brought to you by Sue. On this date in history, 168 years ago today, you know, this actually goes with the semi, what we're talking about. This would be in 1854. Aaron Allen patented the folding theater chair. Oh. Well, uh-huh. hey. And it, it, it's just odd to think about that never existed before somebody actually came up with a thing that you can go into the aisle and push down that's your a, chair. That's a I pretty mean, big it's deal. It's a really big deal. It is really kind of a big deal. Never thought about it until this very moment. Yes. But right? thank you. What was his name? His name was Aaron Allen. Thank and you, he, Aaron. Yes, he did that in 1854. So then they could put more seats in. I mean, the whole thing is kind of incredible. Well, here's here's the deal about those, and I think we all know that. If you're at um, a venue that doesn't have those, it's a lot more difficult it's to loud. let people. Well, yeah. just to let people get up and let yes. them get by, right? Yes, that's actually a really good point. Uh, so yeah, that's a big deal, and they're plush and fabulous. It depends on where you are. Like the Fox is really good, and on this day, ugh, I just threw this in because ugh. 54 years <laughs> ago right. today, in 1968, guess who won the Heisman Trophy? O.J. That is correct. Yeah, USC student uh, O.J. won the Heisman. And 38 years ago today, this movie was released. It has some music. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and here's another one of those situations where the theme from the movie, which this is called Axel Woo! F, isn't it? Yep. Right. Um, was I don't know how high this went up on the charts, but it was a top ten hit. It, yes. Right. It's very recognizable. How many times have boom, you seen this boom, movie, boom, 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 Mark Reardon? A lot, and it's Me still too. one of those. Me I'll still too. watch this one Same when it's here. on. Love it. Love it, Fred. Couple, couple. Yeah, times. you've seen it. How about you, Abby? Have you even seen Beverly Hills Cop? I have not seen it. Could really? you tell us, uh, just guessing, who the star of this is? Well, you saw I, it because you I pulled the music. Start, I saw it. Yeah. Okay. Would you have known? I would not have guessed in a million years <laughs> that it was Eddie Murphy. No way. I love it. I love this movie. And of course, how many did they do, Mark? Three or four? Uh, did they Beverly do three? Hills Cops? I oh, there was a three. There was. Okay. I think if there they, was a three. There maybe was a not. Three. I don't know if it was with the. Oh, uh, maybe I'm know. thinking of something else. Will you look that up just to make sure? Beverly Hills nine zero two one zero. Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> it does say. Look at that. It says yeah. Beverly Hills Cop three. Yeah. Because nineteen ninety four. Never saw that one. Who's? I think I saw it. John Tenney. <laughs> I'm not saying it was good. Yes. Uh, Ooh, there's a warehouse. Joey. In it. Oh, it had to be good because not John, but Joey Travolta. Was in it. <laughs> oh dear. Hey, remember when we we interviewed? Yeah, didn't we? Yeah, interview we did. Joey Travolta? He was, was pretty he good. Nice? He was yeah, good he interview. was. Yeah. He had, What's Joey his Travolta? Thing? Is he like a minor actor? He, had, you know, he actually had a lot of things going for him, and maybe even I think wasn't it a better career track than his brother? And then that all stopped. <laughs> oh, John took off. Yeah. Oh wow. I can't remember all the the particulars, but it was something like that. Gosh, I didn't realize I was watching him in this film. 
I'll be darned. Uh, three. Three, that is. Except until November 23rd, Bever- Beverly Hills Cop Axel Foley will come out. Uh, I haven't ooh. heard anything about it, but I just Googled Beverly Hills Cop 4 and that popped up. So Look at that, Mark. Hey, I heard four. something about that and then I didn't know if it really was going to happen. Can I can I toss in a couple of things here about movies? Because there was a, an interesting trailer that seems very bizarre with... Um, Eddie Murphy and Jonah Hill, and Jonah Hill plays a guy who wants to marry his daughter, a white kid that wants to marry his daughter who's African-American, and it seems kind of quirky. But then I saw this preview today for this movie Champions with Woody Harrelson, which looks fantastic. Ernie Hudson is out. This is going to be out in March. It's Bobby Farrelly who did, you know, uh, Kingpin with Woody Harrelson in 1996, and it's basically best I can kind of come up with based on the trailer. It's a basketball team oh, trying wondering. to compete in the Special Olympics, but it's all these, you know, mentally challenged autistic kids, and it looks you know, I have a wow. soft spot for movies, yep. like like feel-good sports I movies. It. So it's one of those that looks perfect for that. Oh, that's Comes nice. Out in What's March. it called? Champions? Champions. All right, I look forward Trailer's to that. Trailer's out today. I had a conversation about this over the weekend with a friend of mine who said she was out driving around. We were eating at that uh, El Catrine. Oh, I love that. We got to go down there. Is that the new one by yeah, you, though? it's so great. We have to go. So Fred's explain in. the difference. The one, the one that's on Hampton is La Catrina. I believe so. We're the male version on But <laughs> on same, same owners, but this is the place that used to be the legendary hilltop in, South, in South St. Louis, yes. not too far from Coronlet Park. Correct. Uh, so, yeah, it's a go. We'll all have to go. We'll get to uh, producer Emeritus uh, Dave Klein to go with us. But we were discussing this. She's like, you know what? Okay, she had just gotten the budget bill for her electric, and it had gone up substantially. And uh, she's like, how much is it costing these people to put out all these Christmas decorations outside in front of their house? Well, I said, LEDs have to be a factor, right? Because it's so cheap. Well, this is, there was a story out today. How much is that holiday light display costing you a month? It really does come down to what type of lights you use, LED or incandescent. Nobody, do you have incandescent anymore? Does that exist, Fred? Um, on for outdoor lights, do you mark? Well, you don't know. You don't put yours up. I have no idea. I have no it, idea. One of the most it's, frustrating it's like things. It's just a simple string of lights. Well, yeah. I'm thinking that it's LED now, and assuming that the lights are on for for six hours a day over 30 days, a string of LED lights will cost less than a dollar. Yeah, it's not going to be very much. I mean, right? it's nothing. Right. Now, if you had the old kind, the similar size string of incandescent lights, I feel like I'm saying that weird, incandescent, incandescent, will cost about 3 to $5 over the same time span. So it is more expensive to have those. But it's, you know, cheap if you got the it, LEDs. I always forget to turn mine out when I leave. I'm supposed to turn them out when I leave for work. Oh, turn them, them off? Oh, yeah, turn them off, yeah. unplug them. I always forget. I come home from work. They're on. So they're on all day. You should get a Wait, timer, Fred. When, I was going to say, you, you're, when you say you're supposed to, because you that's just one of, wanna... That's one of my husbandly jobs. Oh, I yes, see. Yes. Well, to Sue's point, they have these little things now. Like, when I, I go home tonight, my my lights are off right now, and at about 445, they're going to come <laughs> on, Fred. Timers are too and hard to set. It's not Santa's magic. <laughs> oh, Fred. Okay, we'll set it for you. Okay. One yeah, of the most, really and hard. I'm not exaggerating this, though. I really feel, and I've gone off on this before, I think one of the most frustrating things to do in a store, like if you go to the Lowe's or the Home Depot or even Target or something like that, is to try to find a replacement light bulb. It used to be so damn easy. True. You just go get the light bulb that looks like the other light bulb, and boom, you're set. 50 watt, 75 watt, 100 watt. That's all you got to decide. Now, 
you can't figure it out. Why? I, I, I have no idea. I don't like, either, but I agree because I can stay in that aisle oh, for, for like hours, 30 minutes yeah. just looking. Right. And you really have to make sure you get the warm instead of the cool light, too. You're right. That's, That's another, another factor but because see, I, it'll look like a supermarket so if you I, get the wrong kind. I have kind. This, this light in my kitchen right now that is a, it's a dimmer, mm-hmm. right? And I got the dimmable... Bulb. Like to put in there yeah. the bulb, but when I dim it all the way down to the bottom, it doesn't go off. It's still there's oh. some light coming. So what mm. I do there? What's what's the problem? What did I do? Click bought the, the wrong thing. Oh, well, I, I don't know. Think so can't you turn it off? No, still? Or it you will can't not go click off. Below that? Nope. It just oh. it, when I all my other lights, I go all the way down. They're yeah. off, right? This one stays on. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know. I can't answer that. A recent report from Redfin found that nearly one in four home buyers are looking to move to a new city, and most are looking. At what state? Florida. That is correct. Here are the top 10 most popular searches. This is interesting. Sacramento, California is number one. I guess you figure it's not as expensive as any of the other ones, but still, it's California. Number two, Mark's home away from home, Vegas. Vegas, Number three is Miami. Number four is San Diego. Number five, Tampa. Phoenix, Cape Coral, Florida, Sarasota, Florida, Dallas, Texas, and Orlando. So mostly in Florida, but a few others sprinkled in. Now, here are the top five cities home buyers are looking to leave. <laughs> Number five is Boston. Boston. Number four is D.C. Uh, Chicago's got to be on here, right? No. Number no. three, New York, New York. Home of Fred Bottenheimer. Number two, <laughs> L.A. And number one, what is the number one city? San Francisco. That is correct. I didn't even cheat on these. I'll tell you what, Mark is on fire (laughs) today, people. And finally in Sue's News, we do have today's random fact. Oh, I love this. All the sweaters Fred Rogers wore on Mr. Rogers' neighborhood were knitted by his mother. Isn't that the sweetest thing you've ever heard? That is. I love it. Oh. I'm and that's th- it. I'm going to throw in an audible here. I sent this one to you, but I don't know if you saw it because this is something that some people can relate to. Uh, Bob from Sesame Street, Bob McGrath. This really upset away. me this morning. Carl played this uh, on the morning show, and I loved him as a kid. Yeah, I was a Sesame Street kid, early '70s. Not into the Electric Company very much, and I, you know, I remember obviously that was one of the characters I remember the most. Bob McGrath. He was 90 years old. His daughter said the cause was complications after a stroke. The obit in the New York Times says that he wasn't particularly interested when an old fraternity brother told him about his new project, a children's show on public television. Yeah, he had never heard of Jim Henson at the time. He had never seen a Muppet. After his first meeting and a look at some of the animation, he said, I'm in. It was September, I'm sorry, it was November of 1969 that Bob McGrath started with other cast members on Sesame Street. So there you go. We'll go out with this. Get more at 971talk.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.